Good morning. I'd like to talk to you this morning about uh, an issue that arises often when people are traveling. Uh, they're in the, the airport and uh, have to use the bathroom. And in having to use the bathroom, they have to decide what to do with their bags. Now, one issue, which we won't address right now, is what to do with your tefillin. But what about if in your hand luggage or in your hands you have food? Are you allowed to bring food into the bathroom? Of course, that issue could arise on any given day, anywhere you are. But it arises more often than not when people are traveling. Because if you're in your home, just don't bring food into your bathroom. If you're even at work, okay, it's not much of a challenge. It's when you're traveling and you have in your hand luggage, you have in your uh, travel bag uh, food, are you allowed to bring it into the bathroom? Is there an issue with bringing food into the bathroom? Shohan Aruch and Siman Dalid in Saif Yod Het writes the following, Elu Devarim, the following uh, things and situations need netilat yadaim, b'mayim, with water. Hakam mehamita, person who arises in the morning. Vahayoseh mi bet ha-kiseh, mi bet ha-mechatz, and so forth. Says Shohan Aruch, among the many things that we need to do netilat yadaim for when we wake up in the morning, but additionally, when we go into the bet kiseh, we'll translate as the place where you relieve yourself, the bathroom, and bet merchatz is the place where you would wash yourself. And any and all of those circumstances, in addition to many other, a person needs to do nitilat yadaim upon exiting. Uh, why so? Why does waking up in the morning necessitate nitilat yadaim or entering into the bathroom or the bathhouse? As Mishnah Birra records, uh, the reason is because of Ruach Ra'ah. The Hachamim attributed an evil spirit which attaches itself to a person in any of these circumstances. As a result, waking up in the morning, you have to wash Netilat Yadaim. Even if you didn't relieve yourself when entering the bathroom, or you didn't wash yourself when entering the bathhouse, the Halakha is you'd have to wash Netilat Yadaim. Well, that being the case, if we're imagining and attributing to the Bet Kiseh, to the bathroom, to the Bet Merchat, the bathhouse, this Ruach Ra'ah, which in turn means, as Shohan Aruch tells us, in a binding statement, we need to wash Netilat Yadayim, perhaps that would necessitate as well that food not enter in. If my hands are contaminated in some way by just entering into the bathroom, why would food be any different? And in truth, in the book Chesed Alafim, written by the same author as Pele Yoetz here in Siman Dalid and Otbet, he writes explicitly that if a person were to bring food into the bathroom, he can't eat from that food. If a person wants to use the water that's found in the bathroom for nitilat yadaim or for drinking or anything else, he can't do so. It stands to reason. If the statement of Shohan Aruch is that just entering into the bathroom or bathhouse means that I need to wash Netilat Yadaim, why would food be any different? However, in the book Shalmei Sibur, Shalmei Sibur is written by Rabbi Israel Yaakov Al-Ghazi, who was an important Turkish rabbi who lived some 250, 300 years ago. Uh, in, in his book, in Shalmei Sibur, on page Yod Het, uh, he makes the following counterclaim. First and foremost, he says there's no sourcing for this, although Shohan Aruch, basing himself on earlier poskim, talks about netilat yadaim, there's no sourcing on food entering the bathroom, which is significant in and of itself. But furthermore, he states, how come, if that's the case, we don't need to, every time we use the bathroom, either strip down or before entering into the bathroom, or after exiting the bathroom, take our clothing off and clean it immediately. Maybe if the halakha is that anything that goes into the bathroom becomes contaminated in some ritual in some metaphysical sense, well then why would clothing be any different than food and drinks? As a result, he suggests that although hands, a person's body, 
need tahara, need to be purified after leaving the bathroom. Other matters, other things don't. What's the distinction? He says a human being is ra'u'i liktusha. A human being is susceptible to raising himself to great levels of sanctity, of holiness. A food, although it's significant that we eat food appropriately and drink uh, the right way and clothing, wear it the right way, they're not matters which are attached to kedusha. And as a result, he suggests, don't become nitma, uh, don't become uh, problematically uh, affected uh, when you enter into the bathroom. Uh, that's his counterclaim to chesed la'alafim. Well, how does this play out uh, according to halakha? Ben Ishai Rabbi Yosef Haim of Baghdad in his book Od Yosef Haim Parashat Toledot in Otvav uh, is mahmir on this matter. He's stringent. He says a person should not and may not enter food or drink into the bathroom under any circumstance. He quotes as support to this from the book Lev Haim of Rabbi Haim Palachi who seems to be mahmir on this matter as well. Uh, forward of some 50 plus years is a Shailotu Tishibot Yaskil Abdi, that's Hacham Ovadya Hadaya and Hilek Zayin and Siman Memdalid. He, as well as Mahmir on this matter, he brings support from many other poskim, among them Zivhaitzedek, and he writes very clearly and unequivocally a person can't bring drink or water into the bathroom. If they were to do so, they should throw it out, they can't enjoy it afterwards. Um, hang tight, hang tight, give it a minute or two. There is, however, once this dust settles, there is, however, uh, room and ground for addressing the issue we initially brought up, and that is the food is in my hand luggage, the food is in my travel bag. Is it, for one reason or another, different in that circumstance as opposed to others? So first and foremost, Generally speaking, when we talk about bathrooms today, these are the several angles for leniency, we talk about bathrooms today, they're oftentimes assumed to be, uh, for good reason, cleaner than bathrooms once upon a time. Bathrooms once upon a time, imagine it like an outhouse, where the collection of what a person relieves themselves with is left there in a porta potty That's what happens in that uh, area. It's smelly and dirty in that place. When a person uses a bathroom in today's day and age, they flush upon finishing, and as a result, it's more sanitary, it's uh, more clean. That doesn't mean that in a public bathroom at any given time there isn't uh, some filth because someone else is relieving themselves in the bathroom. But clearly, and uh, Elazar adds further, he says there's separate stalls when you enter into the bathroom. Maybe that changes it, irrespective of the smell. Maybe that'll uh, help you as well. Uh, generally speaking, when it comes to bathrooms today, we're already more lenient than ever before, for good reason. The Gemara, in fact, talks about what was called Bet Kised de Parsae. In those days, that was the cleanest bathroom. The cleanest bathroom was the Persian bathroom because they would build their, uh, their toilets on a slant, which meant when a person relieved themselves, the, uh, the uh, excrement and anything that they relieved themselves with would immediately uh, go down. It wouldn't collect, it would kind of go down on an angle and it would be distant from the person. Uh, can you imagine many of the post-game state that our bathrooms are dirtier than a bet kiseh de parsaeh? They're certainly cleaner. Bimeir Mazuz, as a result, claims that our bathrooms are not even, they're above and beyond bet kiseh de parsaeh. There's a way of distinguishing, maybe over there, immediately it's out of sight and out of mind. It's no longer present. As opposed to today, you need to wait for a flush and in a public bathroom. Even with mechisot, maybe there's a problem. 
Nonetheless, in Or Lesion, that's Ham Ben Sion Abashaul, in Halak Aleph, in Siman Aleph, he suggests that the only issue with regards to this Ruach Ra'ah, which the rabbis spoke about and attributed to bathrooms, is when I'm dealing with the place where the contamination is. It's on top of the toilet, it's in the bathtub, in the shower. When I'm not in those places, for example, if I held the bag outside, well, in such a circumstance, you're not really dealing with the issue. Even if I am inside of the stall, but I didn't bring the food and put it into the toilet, which I can imagine nobody would or does. Although, although my grandmother, Alea Shalom, lived in Manhattan. She didn't put it in the toilet. She put, uh, not food, but she used to store in a bathroom in the back of her, of her apartment. She would uh, store her suitcases and other things of that fashion. And she told me that when she was younger in the old country, in uh, Eastern Europe, she said they used to get uh, live fish and they would put them in the bathtub as well before uh, killing them and, uh, and then uh, cooking them. So I you know, kind of had some sort of, and she was very wealthy in, in the old country, in the, but in Belgium. Regardless, uh, the, the halakha on this matter says, Ham Ben won't really arise because it's not coming in contact with the place of filth. So again, number one, bathrooms in general today are cleaner than ever before, ground and room for leniency. Number two, even if they weren't, the contamination, the filth, the tumah is only when they're in the makom hatumah, specifically in the asla, in the uh, toilet, in the ambatya, in the uh, bathtub. And lastly, Hacham Ovadia Yosef in his Yabiya Omer Halek Dalid in Simanhe, Victor, along your lines, uh, suggests that as, uh, as, as uh, long as the item which you're dealing with is covered, and likewise in Mehkere Aretz of Rebira Hamim Moshe Sha'ayo in Halekimal in Simanhe, as long as the item is covered, that would prevent this Tum'ah, this Ruach Ra'ah, from affecting what I'm dealing with. Uh, that's very significant, even amongst the Ashkenazim and Shevet HaLevi, uh, that's uh, Rav Ozna, Alav HaShalom, and Halek Yod, he too uh, advances such a theory, basing himself on Hazonish and others. In other words, provided that the item is sealed, there's room for leniencies. To what, expe- to what extent? Hacham Ovadia Yosef notably, nonetheless states, ideally, a person should leave their food and drink outside. Uh, if you don't have a choice, well, uh, now we have to deal with the circumstance. Number one, he says, if you brought it inside and it was not sealed, bidi'avad, after the fact, don't throw the food out. You can eat from it, you can drink from the, the, the beverage that you brought in. You shouldn't have done so. It was uh, revealed, not concealed, it wasn't closed. Says Chacham Vadya Yosef, bidi'avad, basing himself on much of the conversation we had. And further, he says, it's okay. And number two, he says, but what if I have no choice? And it's not the avad. I realize that I have the food, and I realize I shouldn't bring the food in as long as it's sealed. He says, In such a circumstance, a person could bring the food into the bathroom. Or where the actual toilet is. Not no, no, he's not. That's Bashaul would say, as long as it's not in the toilet, as long as it's not in the bathroom. Chacham Vadya Yosef is generally speaking about this, and he's saying, still don't bring it in, even though Chacham Ben Sion was comfortable with that. It says, if you have to bring it in, and that's the circumstance, okay, so make sure that it's sealed. You brought it in without realizing, and it wasn't sealed, it's uh, it's okay in such a circumstance. Then, uh, to wrap everything up, 
up in bathrooms in today's day and age, whether you're in the airport, in your home, or in business, or anywhere else, if it's necessary for you to bring the food into the bathroom, well, uh, under such a circumstance, make certain that it's sealed is the way we resolve this matter. What if you accidentally brought it in without realizing you were ho- holding your cup of coffee, uh, absentmindedly talking to someone, entered into the bathroom at, at work? In such a circumstance, it's okay. You can still uh, drink from it, basing ourselves on several of the poskim as well. But generally speaking, ideally, for reasons beyond halacha, for cleanliness reasons, for appropriate uh, actions with uh, food, with regards to respect for ourselves and others, it's best to leave the food outside of the bathroom whenever possible. Baruch Amen.